Do you want to start a business to give your family more freedom? Do you desire to have a marriage that makes your friends jealous? Do you want to spend more quality time with your children? We are your hosts, Matt and Jocelyn Woodruff, and we cannot wait to share this journey with you. Welcome to our family-friendly podcast. Join our conversations where we talk about how to build a business that will give us the freedom we choose. Welcome to the Family Life Movement Podcast. Following up, how does that help when it comes to uh, to your children and, and figuring out the Enneagram types and, you know, especially when you've got young children and you're trying to encourage them to do and to be everything that they can possibly be. You know, we've got a 22 month old that you've heard, I'm sure a couple of different times, uh, you know, and a seven and a five year old, what are some ways that we can encourage our children to balance themselves and to grow into themselves? Yeah. And I, you know, I don't believe in using typing tools of any kind or personality tools of any kind at an early age. Um, I think you're going to always see characteristics in your kids that you want to encourage, but not over-encourage to the, you know, it's a balance with parenting, not over-encourage to the point where they're going to feel like, well, now if I don't live up to that, I've let them (laughs) down because you have to remember that our kids really put us on a pedestal, so to speak, a lot of times. And so there is a desire to please us. And so that can be, you know, pressure filled if we're not careful. And if we're always like, oh, you did a great job at that. You did a great job at that. And like, oh, then I want to do a great job at that again. And, you know, so we just, you know, it's a balance of how Mm -hmm. much over encouragement, over praise we're giving uh, compared to, you know, letting things happen. I think encouraging kids to you know, we both worked a little bit in the coaching space. I love to do coaching, asking good questions of kids. So how did that feel for you? What'd you enjoy about that? You know, was that fun? You know, just letting them do the introspection work themselves instead of identifying it for them. Wasn't that fun is a different question than was that fun? Did you enjoy that? Mm-hmm. It's a guided getting, question. It's a guided. They're getting to yeah. decide what the question is and the answer, rather than if you say, "Wasn't that fun?" They're going, "Well, it really wasn't for me, but I guess you want me to answer that it was." You know, and, and our, ahead, I think our, our oldest is definitely she wants to. She's a people pleaser, at least at, at this point. She's seven, so I mean, she's starting to get to that age where personality is starting to finalize. I think a little bit, um, at least from what I've heard from other personality mm-hmm. styles um yeah and, and she, she yeah she will pick up on that <laughs> and try to answer to make us happy right and so yeah. Yeah. you know you want to encourage them to use their own thoughts and their own what pleases them because mm-hmm. you know the the adaptive side of people pleasing and you know now it's pretty broad she's only seven all those things but the adaptive side of people pleasing is going to be then it can even come to manipulation right you know and so i'm going to say everything you want me to say so that i get what i want you know i seen i've seen that (laughs) we just want to notice uh the positives of kids and who they are and you know the qualities that they have without over, you know, praising or overgoing. Same thing when they have an angry fit and a tantrum, right? 
we don't want to make a big deal out of that either. So you may have just heard my child, which is <laughs> the dog that we now have that's still here with us. We understand. Um, yes. So, so anyway, I think, you know, uh, listeners understand that, uh, it's just finding that balance of, um, letting their emotions. I think a lot of times we want children to control emotions that they're not ready or able to control yet either, you know, from anger to joy to, you know, I, I heard, um, one time and I, I've always thought of this, uh, and you guys can understand this cause you have young ones, but why do children stop skipping? You know, when you think about it, you know, a little girl or a little boy, mm -hmm. you watch them walking along at about five or six and they're just skipping down the sidewalk and, you know, all of a sudden, and if you go back and visit that same child many times at seven or eight years old, they're not skipping anymore. No longer cool. It's no longer. Well, and, and it's almost kind of like they've gotten the, the joy kind of taken out of them, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like a little bit like or they were, they were told to, you know, walk a certain way or get their act together or, you know, oh, don't cry, you know, don't cry. You can never cry. And, you know, it's like all of a sudden they're trying to temper their emotions, mm -hmm. whether that's joy or whether that's anger. Um, it's like, we want children to always be in this even keel and, and it, it takes a long time to learn to, and a word that we use a lot is self-regulate. Uh, yeah. That was exactly the word in my head. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotta yeah, regulate. A word that yeah. we use a lot with people mm -hmm. in a psycho psychological place is they don't know how to self-regulate. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And again, you know, we talked recovery a little bit. I mean, that's usually what happens with people in, a, in addiction and it's not just substance abuse addiction, but any type of addiction is you learn that it, you lose that ability to self-regulate. So the most important thing we can help our children learn is how to regulate themselves. I'm bored and we automatically go find things for them to do. Boredom is part of learning to self-regulate, right? <laughs> so. She's having fun over here. Yeah. Those yeah. are sounds of joy. <laughs> self-regulating that's right <laughs> you know it's interesting that like as we grow up a lot of times we forget to have that childlike curiosity we forget to have uh, you know have fun to explore to um to have that childlike faith and so a lot of times it feels like as adults we spend our entire life chasing after that, uh, after that faith, after that curiosity, uh, you know, after that exploration and stuff like that. But it's interesting that we, we, you know, my seven-year-old has been asked repeatedly, you know, what does she want to do when she grows up? Mm -hmm. It's so easy as adults to pressurize yes. our kids to, to, to grow up. Hey, you need to think about, you need, you need to be making these decisions. And it's an interesting cycle that, you know, as adults, we're almost continuously chasing that childhood. A childhood mm -hmm. dream to live in that presence to live in that exploration to be adventurous at the same time as adults we're chasing our children to grow up quicker to know what they yes. want to be when they grow well, up we're asking them questions in some ways like that that they're not ready to answer yet right yeah. they haven't explored enough yet to 
be able to know. I, I, I don't know what I would want to do. And, you know, our education systems, people in general, adults, you know, mentors, people that are in our children's lives, you know, it's just a pressure that they feel and, and they lose that freedom. They quit skipping because all yeah. of a sudden it becomes, oh, I'm supposed to know adult-like answers and they're not yeah. yet adults. And so, um, yeah, I think we, we really want children to grow up way faster. And, you know, even in something that we're walking in right now with the pandemic stuff, and I've heard lots of different people say this, is our kids are playing again. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've heard people say, I didn't even know we had kids on our street, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, that lived in our neighborhood and now they're out riding their bikes and they're, you know, they're not on their video games all the time. They're not, you know, in the house in front of a screen all the time. They're, you know, I grew up playing in the creek. I don't know about you, but you know, <laughs> oh, those were the those were the good old days. Playing in in some people might not know this term, but the haymow, you know, where <laughs> yep. all the straw bales were and we built forts and we did but we used our minds and we were creative and we, you know, we learned to get along and you know, all of those things. So, so yeah, that, you know, that's how I grew up and I see kids coming back to a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right. So we're going to start wrapping up. Um, who is an entrepreneur that you ad greatly admire? What do they do and how can we learn more about them? Gosh, there's been several. Um, probably one of the first ones though. And I, so I'll go back in, in my early uh, adult years. And when I was first in entrepreneurism and, and sales and direct, some direct sales companies and things. And one of the people that I listen to constantly, so this will date me on CDs and on um, probably cassettes, but maybe not, was John Maxwell. Um, John Maxwell used to have a CD program where you got a CD and a book, little booklet of his in the mail every month and it was like a club that you belong to and uh so he was probably one of the first early zig ziglar was probably on tape john maxwell was on cd so see how far i came there um and then uh, you know as time went on people like dan miller that matt and i both know uh, i've listened to michael hyatt quite a bit with business building and those types of things so usually always people in that productivity, time management, business building space were kind of my niche because that's one of the places I love to work. I'm a three, so let's be effective and efficient. Um, and, um, you know, sadly enough, Jocelyn, I will say this, back in those times, there weren't a lot of women mm -hmm. that were in those places. That doesn't surprise and, me, but yeah. That, no, yeah. I mean, you know, and um, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's sad for me in that. It, I mean, those times have changed now a little bit, but back when I was listening and really starting some of my entrepreneurial and ministry journeys um, in spaces, there just weren't a lot of women to listen to in those places. But yeah, so that'd probably be... Do you see the tides changing on that? I do. I mean, I think there's some, uh, you know, 
I love to connect with people like Kim Avery mm -hmm. is one of, uh, one that I love, uh, from the coaching space. Um, you know, Natalie Ekdahl, who's, uh, biz chicks is the name of her podcast. Yeah. And I, I love her work and I've spoke at her conference. Anna powers is another mm -hmm. one. Yeah. Um, that is good friend of mine and love her work, you know, so, so times are changing. Definitely. There's some younger millennial, uh, people and, and things. And so I hope, you know, that we have women's voices there as well, but, uh, um, yeah, I, I think that is changing. Great. Well, definitely. And, and I, you're doing incredible work in that space. Thank you. And I love seeing and watching your growth as somebody who's known you for a couple of years and, and never giving up and, and just powering through everything. It's, it's Thank been you. insanely inspiring. I know at least for me. Yeah, um, agreed. So yeah. it, it keep up the good work. Thank uh, you so much. So along with that, like, what are some of your favorite resources? You mentioned John C. Maxwell, his, his CDs and Zig Ziglar, some of his cassette tapes. What are some of your favorite resources that you're going through now? You know, uh, well, podcasts. Of course, you know, I love podcasts now. They've kind of replaced, thank goodness, the CDs a little bit. <laughs> crack up. They don't slide under the seat like the CDs. <laughs> cheaper so, too. <laughs> yeah, cheaper too, for sure. Because most of that content is free. So I listen to lots of podcasts. And, um, you know, of course... Some of those that I mentioned, you know, I listen to a lot of different ones. I really, it depends on the topic, I would say too, you know, what I'm leaning into, whether I'm trying to learn a certain topic like speaking, I mentioned Kent Julian or finances or, um, you know, entrepreneurial business building uh, or the Enneagram itself. You know, it just depends on the topic, what type of, um, resources I'm looking for. And I have a tendency to work with coaches and hire coaches in the same way. You know, if I'm looking to build my speaking, then I'm going to hire a speaking coach. If I'm looking for business building or to launch a product or whatever. And I think that's what's happened in the entrepreneurial space too, as um, entrepreneurial couples like yourselves come into play. You know, we can, we can hire people and listen to people based on what the need is right then, you know, if I'm going to start a podcast or I'm going to do certain things, like I'm going to spend some months really diving into those types of resources. So to say, and I will say that to say that I follow exactly one person all the time, um, you know, very connected to, to Dan, I'm in a part of Dan Miller's mastermind. So obviously I have a great friendship with him and Joanne uh, through, um, the Eagles community and through Eaglespreneur, his personal mastermind. And I have great friendships here, there with a lot of great people that I follow their work and their resources and, uh, those types of things. But I really would encourage people to, you know, find the person that's doing the work that you want to do next and kind of follow them for a season. Don't just be like, oh, for the next 30 days. No, like say for the next year, I'm really going to dive into their work and their content and get to know what they do because they've built something in this area. Matt and I probably got to know each other the best, Matt, through Kent Julian was, you know, his speaking. Mm -hmm. And I probably hung out and really 
followed Kent very, very closely. Now we're in mastermind together, but for about two and a half years, like I was in his masterminds for speaking. I was doing things with him. I was attending his events and really knew him well and knew his work well. And I know you did some of that as well. And then, then I move on to the next thing that I kind of want to learn about. It's yeah. kind of like college courses for me. Yeah, yeah. Now, like, yeah. So that's how I use resources. Yeah. Well, and I think the great part of that and, and following people like Dan Miller and, and Kent Julian and uh, as followers and fans of yours, we get to see the, the growth and see how the struggle has, is, is overcome. Uh, you know, you're in this journey, you know, further along than what we are. Kent Julian's in this journey, you know, further along than, than what both of us are. And he's gone before us and he's, he's, he's paved those paths, so to speak. Well, and the generosity that people give along the way, because they've been, you know, where we are or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, and I think you have a good point there too, Matt, always be, and that's been always my goal. I always want to hang out with and be with somebody who's going where I want to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, yep. and I want to say, well, what are they doing? You know, whether it's their marriage, whether it's their business, whether it's their faith, yeah. um, you know, I'm very, I believe very much in coaching, but I also believe in mentorship yeah. and developing a relationship where, I could just call them and ask them, Hey, can I pick your brain for just a little yeah. bit? And, you know, and almost all the people that we've mentioned are very, very generous in that way to say, sure. You know, I mean, yeah. eventually you want to invest in somebody's programs if they've got something that they're making, you know, a living with. Um, but mm-hmm. people are so generous in that space too. It, it's mind blowing. Uh, that, you know, you mentioned the Eagles community and, and getting a chance to know and, and meet Dan a little bit and then meet, you know, some of the fruits of his labor. Right. Uh, you know, again, Ken Julian, Aaron Walker, uh, right. uh, and all these, these different people who are, you know, you don't idolize them, but you really look up to them and you really respect right, them. Right, right. And they would be the first ones to jump in and say, hey, how can we assist you? You know, Aaron Walker was on my, I, I did a fatherhood summit about a year and a half ago and Aaron Walker was on it. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is somebody who easily could have been like, oh no, you know, I've got so much other things to do. But they Ken remember being on. where you are and they, they know that, uh, you know, they can help. And the thing is, is then as we grow in our businesses, we turn around and do the same the same thing. <laughs> that was the example else. given to us. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so we want to do the same mm-hmm. for others as well. And, uh, you know, I think that's part of just our faith and, and who we are as well. Uh, yeah. Yep. Um, so we're going to wrap up. Um, how can people learn more about you, Teresa, and your mission? Well, thank you. I would love for people, I actually just launched kind of a newer updated version of my website. And so it's therealifeprocess.com. Now I spell real life, R-E-A-L-I-F-E. So only one L, but therealifeprocess.com, all one word. And they can go there and pretty much connect in all kinds of ways with the work that we do. We do everything from 
Right now we're doing virtual retreats because we can't be in person. My goal eventually is to go back to in-person retreats here on the farm, which we love to do. And uh, so everything from retreats to learning more about the Enneagram to, you know, private coaching. Um, we actually just launched a brand new program that I haven't even shared with you guys. So we are actually training now other facilitators to use the real life process. And, um, we are just launched that actually last week. So we're recording here in May Mm -hmm. and, um, it's by application, but would be love to talk to anybody. We've created a framework that is pretty much reproducible in about every area, you know, that triangle that I mentioned, building from the ground up. And so we're really excited about that framework and launching that new program out. So that is brand new. uh, And we're excited about helping others build a business using a framework that we've created. So, yeah. I I know I, I took your, the, uh, real life process course. And I loved it. <laughs> yes. I, I need to get back. I need to like re rewatch yes. it. Cause like, you know, life changed yeah. a little bit and I need to re look at exactly. things. Exactly. And that's yeah, what we love about yeah. the framework is it is something that you can plug back in the language that we're using around it. And I believe it fits really well as we call it a modern day rule of life. And once you create, which is a spiritual formation term, but once you create a rule of life. Yeah, you may get off track with it. You may break the rules now and then, but you can always come back to it because it's the foundational piece that this is how I want to live my life. Mm-hmm. These are the things that really matter to me. So, so yeah, we'll, we'll have that conversation off air and getting you back on track. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Teresa, for coming back with us today. Thank you. It's been fun. I always love conversing with the two of you uh you were you're so much fun and, and just a delight a great friend and so please keep up the great work uh you are a motivation and an inspiration to both of us so keep it up thanks guys the same to you love what you're doing and how you're leaning into what what you're being called to do in this season of life <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Family Life Movement Podcast. I hope you had as much fun as we did. To hear our thoughts on the podcast and to continue this conversation, join our free Facebook group by searching for the Family Life Movement. See the show notes for links to our guest social media and websites and any resources that were mentioned will also be linked in the show notes. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please go rate and review and send us a screenshot and we will send you a special access gift. Join us next time for more conversations, tips, and tricks on growing your business around your family. Thanks for joining us and have a great day.